because I'm finally on Christmas break. That's so, nice. So like it's a full two weeks break. Yes. And actually, I thought my um school, my work one and my school one wouldn't coincide. But I, they just told us today that starting Monday, we're on Christmas break with my classes too. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm like, yes. So I you could truly get a break. Yeah. I mean, I still have to do mad break. readings uh-huh. over break, but. Usa, At least it's not like you're in class bit. while you're in break for okay, school. Okay. I don't have like a deadline mm-hmm. in this period. So I'd be like. Whew, That's sad. nice. When does school open back up? Um, both open back up January third. Okay, then it's like right after New Year. G. I'm like, like then it used to be year? like January seven. Cause we used to, it used to be like the other way around. We used to have to um get off like New Year's Eve. Oh, okay, okay. So then we would come back like January eighth. All right, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. It's not a nice little break. It's always needed. Yes, yes, yes. How about you? Oh, I'm good. Um, my sister's here from Houston. Ah. So that's a nice highlight. It's nice that she's here from college, you know, playing with her nephew and stuff. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to see what else. That's like been my main highlight because I've been looking forward to seeing her. Oh. Um, I love seeing her too. I think I'm just really tired this week. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sleepy. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, working New Year's and stuff. I mean, New Year's is coming up. But yeah, girl, what's the usual? I be mean, you want to run with the big boys? <laughs> I be one day. Shoot, I want to become the big boys, the big girl. True, you know they don't call me Big Daddy for no reason. Oh Lord! So you're running with the big girl already? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I hope everyone else is also doing well. Um, you know, just prepping for the new year. Are you like excited? I'm like trying to um. Be organized, kind of, you know, regular New Year shit, start yeah. off on a good foot. Um, I don't have, like, a sense of New Year, New Me excitement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have that, you know. I feel like that was, like, when we were younger, we said, like, what's the New Year? Girl, yeah. yeah now yeah. it's like, okay, well, I guess January. But right, 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 right. 
you know, I'm looking like to start fresh in a way because it's yeah. definitely like a freshness to it. Yeah. It's a new year. Like, you know. Beginning of the calendar. Exactly. Um, so looking forward to that, but definitely do want to get like last minute affairs in order. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm like, okay, I'm like recharged for the new year. Exactly. Does that make sense? I'm not tired from last year. It's like, ooh, I turned 29 in 2022. So. Why you still counting down the age, G? Because I don't even be thinking about it, man. I think about it, but me. not, not really. It really be hitting me like another year. 29. Damn, your last year in your twenties. Yeah, oh my God. something like that. It just anyway. be like, damn, here's another year to start all over, do new shit, learn of new course. things, new age, new opportunities. Woo, woo, woo. So that's like, it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yep. Anyway, let's get into it. Dummy, how do we like to start? We like to start. Y'all like the remix? We like to start with the topics. Hot topics. Damn, that was fire. I'm going to give y'all remixes more often. I think I prefer the original. I like the remix as well. <laughs> okay, but all jokes aside, so let's get started with something I saw on Instagram that I thought was interesting. So there was a man who had a thread, and he talked about how, for lack of better words, um, easy it was to go through the process of getting a vasectomy. Yeah. Um, he talked about it just being like seven minutes. You know, you kind of talk to the dude. Um, you know, the people that are doing it, you're awake the whole time. It's just a little snip snip here. And a lot of people don't know that it is a reversible process. Absolutely. So I just kind of wanted to come on here and, like, first of all, bring awareness to it and just kind of talk about, like, do we think that, like, men in general do not have enough accountability for child, like, um, birth control? That's the thing. Like, birth control is not put on men. At all. You know, and then, you know, when they think about vasectomy, it's like, oh, my God, you're going to clear my swimmers? I'm not a man anymore. Like, they Super automatically weird. think that when they get that, it means you're less of a man. Because Super you're weird. not, you're still shooting out sperm. It's just not active sperm that can exactly. impregnate anyone. But you're still going to ejaculate, like, come on now. Exactly. So I think it is great because even the healing process is like, you just put a little ice pack on it and that's yeah. it. But compared to women getting the tubes tied, it is a legit, it's a surgery. Yeah, it's a real procedure. You know what I'm saying? And some of it maybe is um, re- uh, reversible for tube ties, but it's still another, like, legit surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, they burn like the tubes it's, it's just too much and even as we mentioned before like simple birth controls that we do take it exactly. has so much effect on our body so man go snip that like come on now that's come on please yeah i just think that we do need to move into an era where um men have to take more accountability for like you know preventative measures because Definitely. i think that like it's so much pressure on the woman to be the one to like control when yeah. we get pregnant yeah you know like I know about myself. And when you don't get pregnant too. Exactly. Both. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? Like just to control all of those things. And I'd be like, damn, this is a lot. Like what you got to do? Just exactly. not. I, you know, I, I always say that, especially if you have a partner, a woman, girlfriend that's like on the pill or just anything. I think it's your responsibility to ask. Because sometimes you may forget to take the pill. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a, you know, it's a lot. Like, hey, are you seeing your birth control? Are you up to date? You need to go back for your three month uh, check visit, up. check up, whatever. Quick question. Check it on your body too. Like, exactly. how, how does your body like, feel? Like, we're both in this sexually. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, you know. But quick question: I saw a post on Instagram, on Facebook, and the lady said that, uh, you know, she's about to she's supposed to link up with her little link, and she asked if he had a condom, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, I don't have a condom," and he doesn't feel like walking to the store to go get it. 
And he was like, you know, you, you know, she should just stop by and get the condom on her way. And she's like, no, you should get the condom. So anyway, she canceled uh, the appointment. So my question is, whose responsibility is it to have the condom? Okay, I will say this. The only reason why I do think it's the man's responsibility mm-hmm. is because you know the condom that fits you the yeah. best. And that's, it's being put on your penis. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's to me, because it's kind of like... You know, I feel like I be shooting in the dark when I buy condoms. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, then you be with a dude and he be like, I hate these condoms or these too tight or exact, you know what I mean? Something. So I'm like, you you know, you buy your materials. Yeah. I also do think it is safe and smart for women to also have condoms just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case of a situation like that. Because again, some men carry condoms for so long and it may expire. You know what I mean? Yep. Or what if you are allergic to the kind of condom he exactly. has? Exactly. So it's like, yes, keep yours. But, I, you know, when it comes for, like, a sneaky link, it would be different if it was my man. Because then at that point, I know right. what you use. But, like. I, th- I think at the end of the day, it's both parties' responsibility regarding, like, sexual. What we're doing sexually. Regarding our sexual health, our birth control. It is both our responsibilities. It is not just on one person. Yeah, because in general, I just feel like um, we have to start normalizing, like, men being part of the childbearing process Absolutely. from beginning to end. Yeah. Like literally from conception to delivery. And past that too. And past that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think a lot of men like tap in, like maybe after, like really mentally tap in maybe like after a month. Exactly. Of the child already being here. And yeah. it's like women tap in from like, I'm positive. Oh, I'm not positive, but I'm yeah, pregnant. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that, introducing more conversations about like even conception like will bring men more into the thought process of thinking about it definitely and uh, you know they recently passed a law i don't know what state it was i don't think it's federal but uh men are also responsible for the hospital bills of delivery because mm-hmm. girl hospital bills for delivery is expensive you know what I mean oh yeah thank god for insurance but even after it because it's like twenty thirty thousand dollars i did not know that like i'm it's telling not, you it shocked girl, my world when i was like that is my insurance like exactly. it's not no thank, joint thing that's uh, on me it's on my insurance and yeah. you know we definitely did split the bill because i'm like uh listen like come on we you know yeah. um and even after insurance you still have to pay me like a thousand no, maybe like mm-hmm. two thousand depending like you know what happened right. you know we have to pay for circ i think my did my insurance cover circumcision it's just so much you yeah. know what I mean? hospitals they charge fifty dollars for tylenol like literally fifty dollars for like uh-huh. a pill of tylenol you know so it's just things like that like men should be involved through it all like you want to be in this cootie cat you got to take care of it. You sound like Jocelyn. You got to take care of it. Whatever. You going in, take care of what comes out too. You want to play with the goodie guy? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, speaking about men, this father, he, people are, you know, there's just a little controversy going online. Um, the dad uses the woman's restroom when he takes his daughters to the bathroom. So some people are all for it or some people are against it. What do you think about this, about him taking his daughter to the woman's restroom? Now, here's my thing, because I guess when I read it, he was saying how, like, the men's restroom is not uh, it's not set up for children or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of like, I mean, what's, if the child is potty trained, what's so set up about the, the woman's restroom? You know what I mean? Like, it's still toilets. So I think it's just kind of like, you really could use your own bathroom, yeah. bro. If so, I'm being real, you could use your own bathroom. So basically, he's a father of two. His name is Muhammad Nutoto. And he has a five-year-old and a three-year-old. So obviously, both, at that age, they should be potty trained. Now, I know if you go into a male's restroom, you know, they have the... Urinal. The, so may, 
I guess but it's not all urinals. They got toilets. All they do know they do have all yeah. urinals. Definitely they have toilets. But I guess in the sense that maybe if you're forced to work, walk in, maybe there may be a man peeing and you may see the dick or so. I don't know. I'm just trying to think what I the guess situation maybe may be. That's it, but it's like, but it is weird. You're a grown ass man and you walk into a woman's restroom and you're like, "Tell my kids." Yeah, like just just. Just go, go into the toilet in the middle exactly, of the Exactly, like, yeah. I, you know, I just think that it's just kind of like... Is this where gender-neutral restrooms come in handy, though? Hell yeah, because I've always felt like gender-neutral restrooms made sense. I mm-hmm. guess in the capacity of, like, it'd be a lot of stalls, it'd be... You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a bathroom, it's a toilet. Yeah. I just think that it's like... You know, if you're going to do that, then at least make sure you're taking the courtesies and precautions. Like maybe Absolutely. make sure the bathroom is clear or not. Sure yes. Like, you know, I have some little kids and the men's bathroom is it. Do you all mind if I come have in? a hostess so you know some of the restaurant follow you there? Exactly. Yeah. Like make it not creepy. Don't just walk in there and be like, my kids like, is my, oh, my, my yeah. wrist. It's a lot. Because you know, as women, we do a lot. Because even when you come out of the toilet, you may be adjusting yourself. Like okay. we, we still do a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it is invasive. Well, girl, you know, he thought he was doing something. He thought he won Father of the Year with this He did. Stuff. He thought it was giving equality, but it's like... <laughs> he said, I'm the dad of the year. I'm trying to be your father, man. Nah, I'm a black man. He tried to get on like that man who was like doing his baby's diaper in the man. You remember that guy who made a... Um, a petition about how they don't have diaper changing stations in men's bathrooms. Oh, true. In he, that case, they should. That's what I'm saying. He tried. He thought he was giving one of those. Like he did. This is for male. This is fatherhood, right? <laughs> a toilet? Yeah, no. Okay, so you know, let's get a little judicial, governmental. Let's talk about the world. Um, so you know, there's a lot of things that's been happening in legislature. Um, lately, we've had a lot of turning of senates. Different seats have been open. We've been talking about a lot. So as you all know, cross culture, we're based in Illinois. Um, and there are 300 new laws that are supposed to take effect in Illinois in the year 2022. Some of these new laws include giving um, students up to five days of excused absences to prioritize their mental health. Mm. We're going to get into that. Prohibit discrimination against natural and ethnic styles, including locks, braids, twists, and afros. Mm -hmm. I guess they're adopting the Crown Act. Yeah. That's in California. Um, Recognizing Juneteenth. We did that already. Allow students to choose whether to submit their ACT, SAT scores, and hundreds of others. So those are just Mm -hmm. a couple. Um, So let's start with this. Students getting five excused absences for mental health. Okay. If they getting it, I want it. Absolutely, I think this would be an all all around like employee thing. Yeah, like just give everybody mental health day. Yeah. Like not like that's separate from my sick day, mm-hmm. separate from my PTO. Now I get my five mental because you don't think kids need the five mental health. Days? I just think that kids don't have any real consequence for if they miss school or not. So like that whole excuse unexcused thing is really bullshit because most schools. So like how do even with high school how does that play out? Is it the like you know when you're unexcused and you have a number of tardies don't you end up getting like you could be suspended detention Uh, if you're unexcused i would say this the what makes you unexcused is basically a no call no show okay but if you just say hey you know if somebody calls like a parent calls and says hey we're not going to be able to make it into school today then you're excused it's not you know what i'm saying they're not going to ask for no deep documentation sometimes they do if it becomes like too frequent if it's like you ain't been in school for two weeks. Yeah. Then it's like, then okay. Then it's like, we need some I'm documentation as to like, why you not coming to school. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, if a child really is like, I need a day. Yeah. 
No, you know what I mean. Nobody's really gonna ask if somebody calls and's like, you know, today wasn't a good day. He's not feeling fine. He's not feeling fine. That's it. Ain't nobody gonna pressure you about it. It ain't like kids gotta have PTO days for school. Exactly. It's a dramatic law. You just want to sound like you're like you're doing something. Yeah, like oh, we're doing something for mental health. When like the better option would honestly just be to like go to four day school days. Yeah. If that's really what you're trying to be about, then just say like. Absolutely. We have four day yeah. school weeks or whatever. True. Since I think we talked about this last week. I forgot what study was that they're trying to see about the four day work week. Mm-hmm. So that would be good if let's let's all have the four day week. Or like something that we've been doing at my school, kinda in a way, like on Wednesdays on our half days, that's a purely social emotional day. Like we're not really Okay. It's not really like meant to be academic. It's like they may get on like little learning platforms. Just because, but most of the day is dedicated to like just chilling, just kind of chilling. Like I have, I like to have like meetings with my kids and let them get their little grievances out. Okay, I'll be giving them like the little floor to tell me what they like and don't like about <laughs> school uh, and what's going through their minds and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like I think those type of days, like maybe a day where there's not an academic day, like it's okay. just a day of healing. Okay, then that would be better. Okay, so what's the next on the list? The other one you mentioned? Um, the, you know, no discrimination against hair. Okay, I mean, that, I feel like that, at this point, that should be a national thing. Because I think Texas and Cali just yeah. passed theirs. So we're going to wait for all the states to do it. Like, exactly. come on. Like, it's too ridiculous that this still has to be passed. Exactly. A law that has to be passed. Um, then there, so this is the other one that's kind of interesting. They are allowing students to choose whether or not to submit their ACT, SAT scores when applying to Illinois public institutions. Oh, Illinois public institutions. Because I'm like, I think I only, I only did the ACT. I didn't do the SAT. Yeah, SATs are is more of an East Coast. Um, you know, honestly, ACT is more Midwestern. Okay. Everybody else does SATs. ACTs, that's true. That's yeah, true. ACTs are more Midwestern. Okay. Um, But how do we feel about that? Because I think about this a lot. Like, I think about how universities and schools work for kids of today mm-hmm. and what that means in the scheme of, like, kids going to school and the success you know what I mean like just Mm -hmm. children having the opportunity to go to universities yeah because like I tell people all the time like imagine if we had common app when we were applying to school and what that would have done and explain what the common app is so the common app is basically like one website where you are able to just do one application and disperse it to as many schools girl that would have been sweet because God knows how many applications how many essays how many stuff the same information I had to fill out man and to pay to send them out to each one like 50 70 75 dollars yeah so you really had to choose like five schools yeah you know what I mean like yeah. that's it so now imagine so that's why now when people try to shame people like, oh you ain't go to no hbcu baby it was a lot to consider yeah back then you know you had to consider who was waiving your application fee mm-hmm. who was girl you I, know I, the I scores yeah where your scores would be accepted like exactly. now to even waive something like that yeah. it's just kind of like oh you're taking a lot of the anxiety of applying to yeah school yeah away. yeah that's that's actually really good that's actually really good was that the last one Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, since we're talking about schools, Meg the Stallion, she graduated. Let's give our girl a round of applause. 
Shout out Meg, Meg. And she got her bachelor's of arts in healthcare administration. Yep. Health administration. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. I think she has a minor as well. I forgot what it was. Um, but basically healthcare administration. Yeah. Um, she, when was it? A few days ago? Yes, this, it was like December 10th or so. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just wonderful. And I also did see the report. She got it from Tennessee State University. Yeah. And they did say. Well, not Tennessee, Texas State University. When I say Tennessee, <laughs> I just thought about T. Texas State University. Yes, thank you for the correction. Mm-hmm. And um, they did say that a lot of students who dropped out, they have re-enrolled mm-hmm. since Meg the Sun has graduated. So that's really good. They like want to share nice, that alma mater. Yeah, it's nice to see that, you know, you can still be an artist or a rapper or whatever, but still have your education, you know? You know, going to college is not just about, oh, getting a nine-to-five job. It's you know not. what I mean? Like, because I saw um, your babe, Ari, I don't know if you saw it. I it was a YouTube clip about yeah. her, and she was saying, like, um, you know, school isn't for me. You know, the typical stuff that people say, school isn't for me. i just not that type of person. I don't see the point, whatever, right. whatever. And that's all fun and dandy, but I do think we should still, we should still encourage and uplift those who are in school. Um, even if you're already rich, don't see it as a lame thing. Like, you're in school, well, like, I already got money. It's a waste of time. It's a scam of the world. No, that's just so like... The, the student loans part is the scam. You know what I'm saying? In fact, they were paying so much, you know, it's like, it shouldn't be this expensive. I think that's yeah. the part that's a scam, you know? Um, of course, obviously, we know that you, do not, you don't need to have a college degree to be super rich or to mm-hmm. be successful. You don't need it. Um, but school comes with so many things, different social networks, social circles. You're being exposed to different cultures, ethnicities. Um, it's just... And you learn things in school. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I was listening to another podcast, um, and they were talking about how, like, you know, millennials, like our, our millennials, let's say people who were born from like 87 to 94, mm-hmm. um, we are like the last group of millennials who jumped into entrepreneurship after having the education to support it. Mm-hmm. That a lot of these new age kids, you know, social media kids, that era of millennials, they just get to jump into entrepreneurship and they never learned anything yeah. about how to run a business. Yeah. Like they just are going as they go. And I think that we do live in this era where people keep trying to shun school. Like mm-hmm. you dumb if you go to school, like this, this, that, and the other. And I think it's, it was very important. It was very important for Meg to finish school outside of the yeah. promise she made for her mom. It's like, it was good to see that somebody of that magnitude Finished what she started yeah. and, and really considered it to be important. And I think the fact that it's an HBCU made it even more important. Yeah. It's kind of like, while all you other celebrities love getting your little honoraries, she mm-hmm. really did it. She did it. And she did it. She said that she wants to open nursing homes. So she has a degree. She has the knowledge, mm-hmm. resources to back her up when she does open nursing homes, um, health facilities. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, it's one thing if you just fund you know, yeah. you know, be like, hey, I'm gonna pay for it. But it's like nothing when you also the brain behind it too. You know, mm. so and I think it's her. such a huge part of her story. We met yeah. Meg as a student, as a student, fact. You know what I mean? Like that was a big part of her, yeah, origin story. And I'm like, oh, I'm in school and I'm rapping. Imagine if you had a class or like maybe she was your lab partner in chemistry. Boy, I'll be mad. <laughs> You'll be mad. Why would be mad? Because I know she wouldn't fuck with me like that, and it'll be like. You want to be like, hey, Meg, remember me? We I'm like, but when you ain't know how to make them mixtures and reactions, who had you? <laughs> you cheated off of me. Like, Hell it was no. me. Um, but yeah, um, that's so wonderful of her. Um, also, you know, there are new, new, new updates regarding this whole Meg Thee Stallion case with Tory Lanez mm-hmm. and Kelsey. Um, I saw some reports saying that, because, um, you know, they're already in the courts now. 
Well, it's the pre. So what's going on is the preliminary hearing. Okay. Before the 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 dates for the actual case is, I believe January seventeenth is uh-huh. when the case case is supposed to start. So they've been doing some preliminary hearings where Tory's been getting a lot of. Um, I guess they've been like questioning Tory and his part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, there were I guess some of the things that they mentioned that happened was before he shot her, he was like, "Dance, bitch." <laughs> That's horrible. Like, what? That's horrible. Like, dance, bitch, dance. Like, you drunk, that's what you said. Like, you in the wild, wild west. Oh, my God. And they said Kelsey and Meg Thee Stallion actually got into a, in a fight. Like, a physical fight. Yeah, like, they were beating each other up. And then that's when Meg Thee Stallion got out the car. Like, she doesn't want to argue and fight no more. Kelsey, she did, you know, of course, post on Instagram saying, I have nothing to lose. I'm not a celebrity. I'm going to, you know, my day will come where I'll speak the truth. What do you think about all of this? Like, because, you know, people are still out there saying they don't believe Meg Thee Stallion. Here's, I think, I think that a lot of, some truths, there's some truths in all of this and there's some lies in all of this. So, like, when, when the news came out that, like, maybe Kelsey was really the one filling Tory Lanez and, you know, Megan being with him was like an undercut, I do believe that. That story yeah. been out. It was so obvious Meg Thee Stallion and what's his name were definitely on some Tory. flirting stuff. And, and you know, and it, and I I could see it being like Kelsey was the one who initiated contact or whatever. Maybe they was talking. Oh, maybe she liked him first. Yeah, you know She what probably I mean? liked him first. She probably definitely liked him first. And Megan being a celebrity. It's like. It just was like. His ah, eye went to her quicker. Exactly. Um, And you know, Megan is cuter than Kelsey. But. You know, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that girl called. You did her wrong. Y'all was best friends. Who did who wrong? Meg. Meg or? did Kelsey wrong, according to girl called. Okay, you know what I mean, like that was your best friend too. Mm-hmm. If you if he like her, whatever the case is, even if he like you, you leave him alone. You yeah, leave him alone. Yeah. It's not that deep. It's little, little Tory. I mean, you know, we did mention like there was a time with Meg where like okay, she was doing a little bit too much. Like mm-hmm. she was a little bit with what? Okay, like <laughs> it was a lot of drinking, and obviously you could tell that it she wasn't. She don't slow down on driving has. the boat. Yeah, it wasn't just drinking on something. Like, hey, turn up! It was like okay, this she, is a little bit excessive. Yeah. Like you know, she lost her parents, she lost her grandmother. Like it's something behind this drinking. Yeah. It's no more like a cute, I'm a hot babe turning up drinking. Yeah. Like the driving, the, it was past the driving in the boots. Yeah. What's that one? Is what, She was on yachts. She was on Titanic, boy. <laughs> <laughs> she was on the ocean. Um, So I do agree. Yeah. There was definitely something going up, but she ain't deserve to get shot with But yeah, and I think that, that, that like no, all this other stuff is just fluff. Because, yeah. like, the, the main origin is, like, no matter what was going on, what possessed Tori to shoot the girl? Yeah, Simple. exactly. Like, we, we forgot Kylie was part of the story a little bit. Oh, because they was leaving <laughs> Kylie's house. I think which, did the drama starts from Kylie's house? I think they, so. They tried to make it seem like what made Megan pop off on Tori was that Tori was trying to get at Kylie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I highly doubt that that really happened, though. Because hmm. to me, I'm like, Tori, you know, damn well Kylie can't be with you. What's, uh, what's his name? Tori, he does seem like the wayward flirty type, though, like to not he give probably, a fuck. Because, yeah, you know, during, he's the one doing those quarantine. He was the one who started all that shaking oh, ass on yeah, the internet. Yeah, like, yeah, pouring milk on booty. Exactly. Yeah. So he just, he's wild. You he know what I mean? Wild. Like, he is, he's, he's wild as hell. So I, I wouldn't, I definitely would not put it past him. But hey, let's see. I can't wait to let's get to it. Exactly. What is the sentence? Exactly. What is it that they're gonna give him? Let's let's move on. Mm. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of weird things about that case too. Now they're saying like fragments of the the bullet the bullet can't be found anymore or some shit. It's like 
Well, did he or did he not shoot her? Like, what's all of this? There's medical records to show that she was shot. And they said that there's, like, gunpowder or gun residue on Kelsey's fingerprints as well. So that's another plot twist of, like, did she, was she there? Did she shoot? Was she, you know, there's Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, oh, so Kelsey, you in this They need to call the driver or the security guard. Because he, they're the only ones who know the truth. Well, Justin wasn't there. He wasn't there. Taking away, I don't even be seeing Justin like that. Girl, no she more. got a boyfriend. She got big-ass parties. She don't need no... No, you still need Justin I mean, now. His party the one that's supposed to catch I, a bullet for Of course, um, but I'm just But no, nah, but you do peep that... She's calmed down. She, she don't changed. see... You don't be seeing Justin. You don't be seeing Justin fine. no more. Yeah. Maybe out of respect for party. Maybe it's not needed because she don't be going out as much as she, she used to. She, she still does some performances, mm-hmm. but she was doing all the club. There was a time she was with every rap singer girl. She was with every, she was she was doing a lot. She was with everyone, every IG babe, every rapper girl. She was with everybody, you know. She was outside. So being she was being with party, I feel like it kind of balanced her, it calmed I her down. Love him for her. Yeah, he's he definitely is a good influence on her. Yeah, like a, it brings out the matureness. He's a good influence. Like, you yeah. can tell, like, she's, like, he's the first boyfriend that we've seen publicly, I think, that, like, really is making her step into that, like, girlfriendy role. Yeah. I felt like the other dude she was with, it was, like. Who, money back, yo? Yeah, money. It was just and then she sex was somebody on IG. Else too. I can't remember. Was it just Tori? Maybe no, it was, it was just money back, yo. And, and, yeah, but I feel like it was somebody else she was, you know, it was the time she was attached to Trey Song. She it was? Just, yeah, like, they was flirting back and forth. It was just a lot. And yeah. I just feel like the other guys kind of um, were with her in that she was celebrity relationship. Babe. Yeah, That's like, it. that way. I think this is very, like, intimate. It's a, yeah, and it's she even, she said this is the first time, like, her being in a relationship that's beyond sex. Beyond yeah. the physical. Like, it's actually, it's love, you know, mm-hmm. of the heart, with the heart. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not just the, oh, we sexy, we having some hot exactly. ass Exactly. And party you know? is fine. He's a good looking man. He's, you know, yeah, he's tall. He's taller than her. He's a solid man. Yes. He's a solid man. Yeah. I've been on parties since before, before, before. Okay. You know, <laughs> that was one of my underground crushes, but it's okay, Meg. Um, let's get into this Nija Juice G, because you know you you know I feel like you know the story a little story, bit. Story, story. Story. Okay. Some of you may know the Nollywood veteran actress. Cause she's a veteran actress now. Really? You call her veteran? She veteran in the fact that she old and that she'd been doing this for a long time. Okay. So the veteran actress name is Tonto DK. Tonto, for those of you who may not know Tonto, think of her as a Nigerian Black China in the sense. Except that she really did used to act. She really did yeah. have movies yeah. or whatever. Black China is more useless. Mm. But like Tonto really did used to act and she had her era in Nollywood. Yeah. So now her and, you know, trans, if you will, influencer Bob Risky, they were close. They was good friends. They were best friends even. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they kinda clipped clicked up and started doing the Instagram thing. Where there has been trouble in paradise. <laughs> Evidently, the rumor has it, Babriski is accusing Tonto of borrowing money from him. Yeah. And not paying it back. I think it's to the sum of like 200000 200, No, 200,000. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a, it's a lot of money, yeah. Because yeah. she was like, she asked for $5 million naira, mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, I'm not giving you that. Because but that's what I'm saying. But I think he owes, she owes him like 200000 Okay, naira. okay, okay. Like that's the... Current depth. Okay. And she did request for it. And then he was just kind of like, 
Am mm-hmm. I just a money bag to you? Like, mm-hmm. I thought we were friends. So all of that's been coming out. And what Barbrisky has decided to do is expose Tonto all over Instagram. He He's saying that Tonto tried to get Barbrisky's grandma to put Juju on her ex-husband. And you know that Tonto, she really broke. She out here trying to kind of slut her way through money. But then there's conflicting reports. So Babrisky's old um, assistant has now come out too and said that Babrisky is lying. That Tonto hadn't even talked to to Bob since March of this year. So I don't know. What do we What do we say to all of this? But listen, in addition to that, Tonto, her rebuttal is that oh, I was there for Babrisky. I was there putting Conti wool and wiping his ass because she was having too much anal sex. Because I kept telling him to stop having anal sex. You know, you know that's his market. That's how he makes his money. Yeah, by having he's a anal prostitute. Sex <laughs> with rich politicians. Yeah. So she was like, I was a big sis. trying to. I was wiping your ass. I was there for you, you know. When you got your BBL. <sighs> Girl, I don't know. It's just trash. It's just, it, you know, Niger shade room trash. It's news. really trash. That's news. really what it is. But hey, but Brisky Poppins, I ain't gonna lie. He's living the life. You know, he's. I think he's having a housewarming party. Again? Uh, he has money old. Every year is a housewarming and, and, party. And he said it's what's one down 47 million naira. Yes. You should see his, you know, as Nigerians, no, whenever. This part is nice, though. Yeah. As Nigerians, whenever we have party, we give her um, souvenirs. Yeah. Whether before or after. So what he's doing, the souvenir includes the ashray beat, which is like the, you know, the material. The everyone wear, material. He wants mm-hmm. everyone to wear uniform. He has um, Dolce Gabbana cologne perfume. Oh. Yes. He has, what's the alcohol? Douce. Oh. Yes. So it, it's it's like in a nice fancy box. Girl, looking at it on Snapchat. People be ignoring this gay shit when when there's money involved. Listen, and for me, I'm just like, because you know, Bobrisky's supposed to be in jail according to Nigerian standards. I guess because, right, 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 because he does probably say he gay. He gets dick. I mean, he has not used the word gay. That's the thing. He has never used the word it, gay. Is it because he's performing as a woman? I guess so. Okay. That's what it is. So I guess maybe. I don't know, but obviously he's dating some rich politician because that's what he keeps mm. on saying. And I'm like, this is somebody's husband. <laughs> this is somebody's husband. Girl. Woo. See, you know, I can take a lot of different things in a relationship. I cannot deal with a DL man. Mm-mm. Yeah. I can't deal with a DL. A man know, that's down low. I don't care. I can't deal with a bisexual man openly. And, you know, mm. I don't say it's a judge. It's just I. Yeah. I'm not attracted to it. I don't want it. Me, no, I can't do I it. don't participate. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, so, yeah, Sorry. definitely. <laughs> but this gay culture, I mean, let's say this. This gay culture in Nigeria is booming. It is. It's booming, and it it's kind of like, it's conflicting to look at. Because it's yeah. like, to me, I think that there's so much in the in the culture and the way that things have been set up to, like, condemn it. Yeah. But I feel like when it's for, quote-unquote, entertainment pur- purposes, or there's a lot of money involved. It's excuse. I mean, because now they make a lot of Yoruba movies that is like the guy's dressing up as, like, you know, being cross-dressed, mm-hmm. dress, dressing up as a woman. Those main actors doing it, like Femi Adebayo, um, or Dunlai Day, they're all dressed up as women, you know. Okay, they get their Medea on. You said what? They get their Medea Exactly, on. you know, calling it um, entertainment. Um, They make a lot of movies about, yeah, you know. and there's a lot of like, very flamboyant gay boys running they are. around, they are. running they around are. Nigeria. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a supporter. I'm an ally, but it's just interesting to see because there's people that get death penalties for being gay. So I'm very confused as to what's the lie. It's confusing because even Nigerian social media um, mm. influencers, there are a lot of gay boys. 
that do that, and that live in Nigeria. Boy, that are li- like live there, live Lagos, in Nigeria. And they talk about their shit. They twerk on there. Yeah. They do, like they're real. They saucy Santana out here. Like. Definitely, it, it is. It definitely is conflicting. But hey, I think it's also still a scary thing too. Mm. You know, um, I forgot what show was it. Was it me and you talking about this show? Is this Sex Education? Isn't oh yeah, uh-huh. about the when guy, they went to Nigeria, Nigeria and they Nigeria. showed the underground. Yes, that was sex yeah. education. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think it's definitely it's still a scary thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like obviously they wouldn't walk down the street and during the middle of the day, yeah, and be in high heels and whatever. No, you know, because when we do see those social media influencers, they're at home. They may be at a party, yeah, a secluded space where it's like no police is gonna come, yeah, and you know get you. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, it's on the media, but it's like. You still gotta be careful about it. Yeah, it too. No, it's really wild to just kind of see, just knowing how conservative the culture is. It's Definitely. very wild to see. But you know what was not conservative, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? They deserve a round of applause. <laughs> not a round of applause. This is really for our ladies out here. Did you all see Hitman Holler's viral video? Hit, I guess, you know, they're like, that's why they call him Hitman. I see. I see where the holler come from. The ah! Hitman. Because he I, makes you holler. I see it all. I got it. He, he makes you holler when he's hitting it. So, <laughs> this week, um, comedian, wildin' out star, rapper, Hitman Holler, um, he released these videos in his close friends. So, he released a series of home videos to say the least and his close friends and you know unlike most people whose um nudes and sex tape get released he got a lot of positive acclaim Mm -hmm. for it um so but there's a lot to unpack here though it is it's a lot to unpack so you know first thing first i mean i would say the thing was thinking that you know if we're being quite frank factual it was you was it, it was. It was hollering. <laughs> Not hollering. You know, I I then understood the, you know, the attachment of Cinnamon getting shot when they ah, ran up in this house. I said, I get it now. Yeah. Why I, she held it down for her man. I get it why she was she held it down. I think what I'm trying to unpack is is it that they're like swingers? Because he posted his close friend mm-hmm. during the anniversary. And the close friends, he's like, it's about 30 people who are in there. Yeah, and he said, and it's like a regular thing for them. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he had the per- her permission and stuff like that. So I'm like, are you guys scouting for other babes? You know what I mean? What was the purpose of posting that to see, like, are you guys looking for additional? No, I feel like I think, they have threesomes. So, I mean, yeah, they definitely seem like they have threesomes. I mean, I think some people are into voyeurism. For all we know, it was promotion for their OnlyFans. You know, yeah. I mean... um, but yeah, because that makes me think that like, do you think that you could engage in such with your partner? Like we, you know, we're free and open with our sex tapes. Because let's just even take out whatever threesomes, or whatever, because we don't know that. Mm-hmm. But they definitely released it, and they definitely yeah. seem like it's something that they don't mind showing. Yeah. So do you think that you could ever be so comfortable and just like I'm? I don't care who sees me and my partner. Hell no. The hell, it's a private, it's a private situation, a private matter. It stays private. I am not comfortable. That recording stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I already be scared, G. Man, it's a lot to it. It's, yeah, it's just, 
I don't know. It's just because, you know, he was like, oh, we, we posted in our pri- in our close friends and we, you know, we trust the people. But obviously somebody screen recorded it. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. it's just like you could just never even really trust anyone. Because you're a celebrity. Hell yeah, I'm going to try and, and release this and try to get some And that shit points. was juicy, boy. I ain't going to hold you. I'm Damn, like, uh-uh. You seem like you watched it more than once. No, you? not because I'm like, this thing is long. It's like a three minute. The okay. Clip, the small clip I saw was like two, two, three minutes. So in social media... You get what I'm saying? You post that in the story. That's a lot of posts for two, three minutes. Yeah. You kind of went crazy a little bit. You did a lot. He did. So, in other news, um, in Germany, courts are now considering walking from your bed to your desk as commuting. I love that. (laughs) So, basically, the story is a man slips and falls while working from home, and court agrees he's entitled to work as comp. Hmm. So what the situ- what the situation is that um, he said he woke up in the morning and he slid and cracked a thoracic vertebrae hmm. while descending his spiral staircase from his bedroom to the computer. Um, his insurance denied his claim that it was a workplace accident. Forced. Wow. Sorry, I'm like really reading this. Hmm. I'm like amazed. Like what the hell? So basically, the courts agreed because I, I guess he was working, walking to work. You know, he was going to his laptop, to his little workstation, so that was a workplace incident. Germany, different. Like, even then again, these white people, they know how to be flipping these laws and rules because it's like, come on. At this point, I feel like you're abusing it. Because what did they, he trip over? I feel like that's another thing. the staircase. Thing. Hmm. He fell, off, he fell down the stairs. Damn. Yep. I could never. I don't be knowing how to sue correctly. I be feeling like shit be happening to me. That's like, oh, I'm going to sue you. And I'll never know how to sue. Girl, I, you know, now I watch Judge Judy. That's like my new, like, show. And people sue for, like, the dumbest reasons. Yeah. Like, oh, there's one I watched where it's like um her her roommate's dog shit on her bed. Mm. And she sued her for that. Like, you know, your your dog shit on my bed. And I want some new bed sheets or a new mattress. She actually wanted, like, a new mattress. But, like, you know. People sue for for stuff like that. Damn, I'm missing out on lawsuits, bro. Listen, like, think about the thing, things that one has experienced. Well, I should I still be thinking about our our first landlord <laughs> and how I was the only one that paid him that <laughs> exit rent. Yeah, I'd no, be wanting to I sue for I, that. What did I not pay? Maybe the last. I just want to sue for the fact that he ain't want to fix our windows or he fixed it for that little white people that moved in Girl, after us. I feel, you know, we feel like he was having an affair with one of our, with the people up, upstairs. Oh, was it downstairs? Downstairs. Mm. I feel like he was. Because that one, you know, we went to meet her. She kept on saying, Abraham, Abraham. You know, we're on a first name basis. I'm Abraham, crying. Abraham. Anyway, that's a yeah, whole separate story. Yeah, you say his name, story. but when he gonna say his name. Whatever. Should I say his last name to complete? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, G, because you know, I work from home. Yeah. So I'm like, should I put a banana on the floor and slip? But okay. this is America. You know how the people are. Look, they're going to end up suing me. Okay, Shoot. counter sue you. Okay, so like, and what would you I don't know how to play doing? those games. Mm-mm. But that's just, that's, that's interesting, G. That's just so interesting. I, but like, you know, that does bring up an interesting conversation because I felt like when I was working from home, I felt like PTO, like that was a huge thing that we actually, at the end of the year, ended up being a lot of drama okay. about how, because um, in my job, you can either roll over your PTO days or like cash them out. Okay. And then like, because we went remote, a lot of people didn't even get to use PTO. Uh, you know, like how, like there was a big conversation about like, how is PTO going to be used and counted? Yeah, while we're at home, 
I mean, so, you know, of course, when you work from home, you don't go through the complete same stress of getting up early, getting ready, commuting to work, being in traffic, right. buying gas. You know what I mean? But you still got to get up to work. You know, right. and there are some days where you just not feeling it. Whether it's okay. a mental health day or you have a bad cold. Like, okay, yeah, my workstation is in the living room, but shit, I can't face the computer screen today. I can't no, make the real. calls I need to make. I can't answer emails because I'm not in the good, you know, health or mind to for do real. it. For real, I just so, don't feel like doing it. I think it's definitely something as PTO days, even working from home. Okay. So, you all, let's get into some TV and music. So, this week in TV, we're going to talk about the latest new reality show to take, you know, social media by storm. And it is um, Selling Tampa. Mm. So, this new show, Selling Tampa, is on Netflix. And it's a show about a black-owned woman brokerage firm. Okay. Um, And all of the women that are real estate agents within the firm are black women. Um, So, the leader of the firm, her name is Chantel, and she's actually dating... Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Okay. Um, and you know, they're like lug they're women that are selling luxury homes and all type of stuff. So I feel like watching this show, and I'm only like on episode three, but already there's been so many things that I kind of want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So first, let's even talk about this woman, Chantel, dating Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Right. Now we all know Chad um from football and then some of us know him as evelyn lazada's former fiance now while they were dating and what um caused them to break up was actually a domestic violence case Mm -hmm. where chad um allegedly headbutt her headbutt her yeah um and we you know we saw that on basketball wives and how it played out so recently the conversation came up with chantel about you know, does this trouble her or worry her in the new relationship with Chad? And she said, you know, it's a thing of his past and everybody has a past and so on. She feels safe, so on, so on. So it made me think like, damn, is that something that if I knew a guy I was really interested in, if I knew that he had a domestic issue with a woman, would I proceed? Like, I, I don't know if, because, you know, and of course I'm not excusing any type of domestic, domestic violence situation, but I don't know if because this was the only case, at least that we know of. Right. You know what I'm saying? That we know of. It's the only case. Um, and because it, it was a head, but it wasn't like he beat boom, 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 you know, beat her ass black and blue. So maybe that's why she's like, okay, it was just a little minor situation. Because, you know, like people still kind of like blame Evan Lozada. You know, during mm. the whole Basketball Wives, people were saying like, oh, she lied. Mm. He didn't really do much. You know what I mean? Um, well, they were hitting each other. Exactly. So I, maybe that's why she's okay with it. And it's not like a brutal mm. case like the football player we spoke about last yeah. week who literally swung um, yeah. the girlfriend. Um, so I don't know. But can I date someone that I know has? I know I cannot. I'd be too scared, G. Because it would be in the back of my mind like, Anything could go wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it would just take one thing for him to just snap. And Lord knows how bad he would snap. Yeah, I think once you're capable of it, you're capable of yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And who's to say that I don't possess a trigger for you? Exactly. You know, who says we grow, something won't trigger you. Yeah. Like, I think once, you know, not to say that men who have domestic violence issues or happen one time should be judged for that for the rest mm-hmm. of their life. But I think that it does take a lot to um ignore it do you think that men with domestic violence issues can change you think they could truly honestly change 
where you know they would not hit a woman again. I would need to see receipts of change. Like what caused the change? What does receipt of change look like? I need to know like case. maybe you went to therapy. Like okay. you really talked it out. Like you did some. To me, I think it would definitely be like you did some healing as to seek what caused you to do that mm. to begin with. Yeah. Because to me, you can't really change unless you understand what is changing. Yeah, and know the cost. Yeah. What's, what's the root cost? Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, that was 10 years ago. It was just a unique situation with her. I would never hit a woman. Yeah. To me, it would be like, but what made you hit her? What made you hit her? Yeah. And and I think also the level of hitting, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is, is it like it was a push? Was it like a, a, a you know, I right. don't know, like a little, little smack? Yeah. But, sure. Yeah, I don't know. And, I, you know, then again, also, men who are rich, who are of certain oh, status, they kind of like, people you know, they just go, kind of escape it. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like, you know, he chato to cinco. Okay. And if something publicly happens, she will gain from it. You know what I mean? And, you know, Things will be in her favor. quiet is kept. I also think that um, it doesn't help that Evelyn is kind of cool with Chad. Oh, they're cool now. They yeah. cool as hell. So to me, that that makes you feel like... Oh, y'all had a little tussle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That do make you feel like that, even though I don't condone a tussle of any sort between domestic yeah. people. I think that that adds to the, like, ah, you you know that it wasn't an attack. Yeah. That's what maybe adds to her feeling comfortable being able to be with this man. Definitely. You know one thing that just came to mind? You know, like, same-sex relationships, their domestic violence cases are also very, yes. very high. Yes. I don't know I didn't think about it, but I feel like it's even more coming because it's probably, like, Oh, we both guys. Yeah. So we just fighting. We yep. both girls. We just hitting each other. But like, it's too a doubt domestic violence case. I told you about them gay boys I seen fighting outside my apartment, right? Right, 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 right. Man, it's that like, was intense. Yeah, it's like we're in a relationship together and we're abusing each other. It's domestic <sighs> violence, whether it's same sex or not. But you guys be careful. You know, I'm really particular with that. But how's the show? Like, so it's a good show. It's cute so far. It's actually a guy that... Um, we was kicking it. He wanted to watch it. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't want to, you know, watch reality. But he was interested in it. So we watched it. Um, and it's cool. It definitely is, like, early in the reality stage. You know, we watch reality shows. So we know. Mm-hmm. It's early in that production. You know, they plant drama. But they still haven't fully fleshed it out. Because if it was Bravo, some of the shade. They thought just unnecessary shade at each other. Uh-huh. So it would be like, that shade, if it was on Bravo, we would have dug into that shade. Yeah. That shade would be... You know, we would talk about it in the confessional. We would see a little bit more here. At this point, they just throwing shade. They just throwing it. Mm-hmm. So you see the little the seeds dropping. I'm sure by next season, you'll see a bunch of like, okay, whoa, this is. You know, you'll see a lot of stuff. But it's definitely interesting. Um, it definitely is like they caught one. Like we like Netflix caught one. I okay. would say they caught a reality show because this show, if it was on E, if it was on Bravo, we would watch it and we would yeah. expect the season 2. Okay. So I think that okay, Netflix, you know, when Netflix dives into reality shows, I do like Netflix reality shows. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that they tend to like mess up second season a lot. De- definitely true. So, I don't know, we'll see how this goes, but for so so far so good. Congrats to all those ladies. Mhm. I know you've mentioned, like, some other things from yes. the show. So there's something else on the show. So there's one um, other girl. Her name is, what is it like? It's it's ca- Calipophy or some stupid-ass name. Well, I won't say it's stupid, but it's Canopy or some shit like that. Oh, and No, really, that's her name. It's like Calipophy or some shit. And she's a younger girl, and you can tell that, like, her, her storyline is that she's very promiscuous around clients. Okay. Like, all the clients that she brings are, like, ex- 
athletes. What does so, she so, wear to her meet to like the showings? Oh my wear, god, like, these really... very skimpy dresses. Mm-hmm. Very revealing. She's very flirtatious with them. Like, you know, even one of the guys they were doing a showing and then he was like, yeah, I'm trying to see what you would look like in this house. And she okay. was like, ah. You know, like that. So you could tell hey, she's, she's in this business to look for a husband. Like, that's her goal. Like, she's like... Is this look for a husband or is just get that money to sell houses? It's to look for a husband and get like, like she wants a rich husband. Like, mm-hmm. she clearly wants to be a housewife. Uh-huh. So it made me think, like, are there careers that you can get into to, like, frame your life? That career. Because, you know, like. I think and what we, do you mean frame your life? Because like, every career frames your life. Like, frame your, like, target men. Because, like, I think a lot of time we think of, like, escorts or, strip, or bartenders, like, people that are going to be in those type of spaces. But what are, like, those everyday careers that, like, there's going to be the career where I get to find that rich man and. You know, this is gonna be my avenue. Cause really, I'm not. You know, I see it. I'm like, well, damn, a real estate agent do be around a lot of rich men. Yeah, depending on what type of real estate agent uh-huh. you are, what type of company you work for, what type of market you in. Absolutely, damn. I'm. I'm I, I think that's another career that I would have done, like being a real estate. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I mean, kind of knew about it, but if I really knew, really, really know about it, like, like the show in that sense, I probably would have done that shit. G, especially what career, um. If you work in some type of like sports industry, so if Probably. it's a chiropractor, sports agent, sports you know, therapist, things like that, yeah, cheerleaders. I definitely thought I was going to live a just right lifestyle. I thought I was going to be a physical therapist, <laughs> meet some athletes. Uh huh. You know, if you're a cheerleader for all this um, basketball teams, true. They, you right there, G. They be marrying each other. What's another one that's like a good model? Like a Fortune 500. Like but, you, uh, but a lot of times you end up being like the career woman and that no one ends up, you know, true. like you, you're too rich and you're too serious, you're too masculine. True, you know what I mean? True. Like you're they're intimidated by you. True. So it still has to be a career where it's like you're not it's seen. feminine enough. Exactly, exactly. Hmm. But shoot, that's interesting. Like she's using what she got to get what she needs. Yes, but it's like a big problem within the firm because they're like, it's not professional. It is not professional. It's like you it's also clearly cheating. are shoot like she wore this very little, very like tight dress to like a a party they were doing to try and sell this like nine million dollar yeah. house, and it was like her focus was not on selling selling. But ironically enough, her and this other girl, they're like the the two youngest girls. They're the top sellers, mm-hmm. so it makes me think like. Would but you? sex sales, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether she's sleeping with them or not, sex yeah. sales. It's like, she fine is going to make them like, you know what? Let me hit up that Asian. Mm-hmm. I'm going, you know how men are. Anything. They're rich. They have the money, money to just even like spend. You know yes. what I mean? So she's like, mm, she was fine. It made me attractive. They may not even really be in love with the house like that. True. You know what I'm saying? True. But, but in a way, it does seem like you're cheating. It also, in a way, takes away from your talent because are you truly talented in this field? Do you really know the market? You know what I'm saying? Right. Are you even really a good salesperson? You know, a salesperson. You know what I mean? Right. You're just you're, using, you're letting your body do the talk. You know, Shit. do the talking and not actually you. She getting that commission, bro. But hey, but okay. Okay. Listen. So then there's some, okay, so there was like, Two other things that stood out to me. So another thing that stood out to me in the show is the HR girl. Mm-hmm. The HR girl, she was with her high school sweetheart. And, you know, when he first proposed to her, you know, they were pretty well-to-do. They, they all well-to-do. They come from a background. Mm-hmm. He proposed to her, and she said yes. You know, she was in love. But she mentioned that when, she, when he proposed to her, she really didn't like the ring. Ooh. She wanted a bigger ring. Ooh. So how do you go about telling your partner to like, yes, I'll marry you, but no, I don't like this ring. 
I think if I don't like the ring, I'll definitely tell my partner. Because it will eat at me. Because then, you know, I'm the one wearing it, too. Yeah. I know with men, too, like, it may definitely hurt his ego. Because uh-huh. he probably did put in a lot of yeah, effort. And you know, out. and he probably like, oh, this is the one. But I didn't I'm the one wearing it. I actually had a conversation with one of my clients today. Because you know how some, I know some people who went ring shopping uh-huh. with their partners. And I'm like, all right, for me, you know, to each his own. But for mm-hmm. me, it kind of take away the romance a part of it. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm like, I may give you an idea of the type of ring I mm-hmm. want. I'm going to show you some pictures. Exactly. Uh, my client was like, what she told, she's not a jewelry girl. And she said what she told her partner was that, um, get me the ring that you'd be proud to see on my finger. You hear me? Okay. That, that, you, that you'd be like, I did that. I, okay. You know, like, most people who see the ring and like, you know what I mean? True, you true. You know, and I'm like, mm, that's I like a that. That's a good answer. Okay. So it's like, with this girl you're talking about, it's like a fiance or husband even proud of, because there are some rings that you're like, unless it's that he can't afford it. You know, if it's just the beginning stages right. of him growing, y'all both struggling, we're growing together, that's a different story, because it's like, hey, I can't even talk, because I can't even afford nothing. You know what I'm saying? But eventually, I want to upgrade, hmm. you know? But if I don't like the ring, I said yes, I'm going to marry you. That's the key. We have a union, but... You know, babe, can we, like, I love you so much. She can't tell him on the day of the proposal. You so when saying? do you tell them? No, you got to let the high of the proposal go down Ooh, a little bit. so then when do you say You can wait a month. You could wait three, you could wait a couple of weeks to a month. Girl, a month. So you what, you going to tell me on that day of like, yes, babe, but the ring is enough. No, I'm not going to tell you that night, but then we might talk about it the next day, maybe. Like when we in the bed and we like, ah, I'm in the house. Yeah, you know, I may be like, if he asks, like, oh, so would you love the ring? We're going to be looking at him and be like, oh, that's cute, but it could be bigger. <laughs> like, it could be better. You yeah. Know. I'd be like, who helped you get this ring? Exactly, girl. Who helped you get? Was it your mama? Because then I know she don't like me. <laughs> I'm going to be like, who guided you? Okay. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. I would tell. I, I can't I can't hold that in. I'm sorry. No, I'm a, I'm weak sometimes and shit like that. Because I can't hurt people's feelings. I'd be like. I'm going to talk about your ring, boy. <laughs> don't talk about my ring. No, I would hope that my man know me well enough to know, like, that I'm not going to like that ring. Mm-hmm. Please know that about me. So is that about the size? You that know, too. is it? What matters with the ring for you? I like the cut, the clarity, and the size. Okay. okay. Like, I want it to be, I don't like certain cuts. Yeah. Um. Then, I don't like all them little ass foggy rings. I want my shit to yeah, be clear. Yeah. Like, make sure you get it shine. But the day that you propose me, make sure that shit ping. Like. I don't want those, you know, people call it like the ghetto rings. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, you know, it'd be the bus driver. You know, you know, those, like you know those big, those yeah. big, like screws. Damn, my shit looking like screws. No, Mm-mm. no, no. Um. But for our male listeners out there, you got a girlfriend, whoever you're trying to propose to, either you ask her what kind of ring she likes, just on some casual stuff. Or if, you know, if you feel like that's too much hinting, ask her best friend. Ask her sister. Okay, and I want a rose gold band. Rose gold? I like rose Mm -hmm. gold, too. Yeah. Uh, Or white gold. You know, ask her sister. Ask the best friend. Ask somebody to help set it up. You know? Do not just go off on the whim. You know, unless if you just really, really know her. Don't give me no ugly ring, Erica. Oh, I'm like, why am I going to give you a ring? (laughs) (laughs) Then you yeah. propose to me. Every week I test Erica's love <laughs> and she she get a C at best. When will she give me a four <gasps> point yes, Last week you, you you actually complimented me that oh I showed love. So what are you talking about? I don't remember anymore. But anyway, that's a good show. I'm definitely gonna check it out, man. That's that's definitely good. Oh, I got one more thing from the show. What? One more thing. So okay, so she started the company and her across the street neighbor. They were good friends. Kind of started it with her, but it's her company. It's what's her name? Chanel, Chanel, whatever. It's her company. Mm-hmm. So now there's a thing where 
um, she making changes. Okay. And the 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 girl, what's her name? Elena. I don't know these women's the friend names. Friend or real. the main one? The friend, the okay. one who she works for her, but she's the friend. She feels that Chantel makes decisions without discussing. With Chantel the is the main lady. Chantel is the main okay. lady. So there's the question, like, in business, mm-hmm. if you recruit your friend to work with you, and, yeah, maybe in the beginning you, you share stuff, but as the company grows, you start distancing them from the executive, you know, um, decisions. Decision-making. You know, is that wrong? Ha. See, it goes both, both ways because it's like before you had the money, before you had the balls, before you had the machinery behind yeah. you, you know, before you had the big banks for you to feel like the boss, Yeah, you needed me. You needed right. my decision. Like, even if, yes, you're the head of this company, mm-hmm. your name is on this company, it may never even be a 50-50 thing, but you right. needed me. And then, of, of obviously, when you grow, it's like, ah, and then you have multiple nah, um, yeah. employees, so you just like, ah, you know, it, it is unfair, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to friendship things. Right. So that's why, like, in the beginning, no matter how small the business is you people need to stick with those you like, legit business, business etiquette you know yep. what I mean those business etiquette those business rules the paperwork everything yeah like girl i i appreciate you you helped me with this but this is through the row yes maybe i'll the compensation will be much higher compared to the other employees as mm-hmm. a, you know just an extra little candy like you know what i mean but it's unfair to her i get how emotionally it's unfair exactly you know what i mean yeah. but business wise does she owe her that? Ex- Does she owe her that? Like, I don't know. Yes and no, not really. Like I was with you when you were shooting in the legally, gym. Legally, legal. Let's okay. Legally, no. Ooh. You know, because we're talking about paperwork. We're talking yeah. about signatures. We're talking about names. Ooh. You know what I mean? So legally, no. Because if your name is not on this stuff, your signature ain't on it. I don't owe you anything. You can't sue me for shit. Okay. Well, so now this same woman wants to start her own brokerage. Okay. Good. Is she wrong? No, she's not. Oof. Go start your own business. Girl, boo, the tea is hot on that show. But then it's like, damn, I was the one who brought you to this business. I brought you in the game. You know, you wouldn't know shit about this without me. You ain't know this Coke plug. Now you want to use the plug. She should have offered to be like, let's be partners. Like, I want, I would like to upgrade to be partners with you with mm. this. You know, let's make this. If we're partners, this business can even be bigger. Because there's two, two heads are better than one. Yeah. So they could have had that partnership conversation where it's like, this is a 50-50 thing now. You know what I'm saying? Um, but sh- I think she should just move on because it's just gonna make. I didn't think the friendship's already messed up. Whether she decides to stay or Facts. decides to go, the friendship Facts. is messed up because you feel some type of way already. Facts. And then the the friend will start to the main lady will start to not respect you. Anymore. Facts. So it is what it is. Oof. Yeah. There we go, y'all. Well, you guys should all check out Selling Tampa. It is pretty cool. I'm gonna finish it. I'm really only on episode three, and I got that much juice. Okay, from I'm it, definitely so. gonna start watching it. Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely one of those. You'll like it. You you will like yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I like a TV mm-hmm. show with women, too. So, um, yeah, I definitely check it out. I think that's it for our hot topics, yeah? Yeah. Let's go into our next segment, which is oh, the Lodo of the Week. Of the Week. Let me get that drop percolating for y'all. Get the drop, get the drop. Boom, boom. An Lodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. So basically, the Olodo of the week is a man, a California man who robbed a bank, okay? Then 
he went outside to the ATM to deposit the money. He's a 44-year-old man. His name is McRoberts Williams. And this happened on Saturday at Wells Fargo. Okay. And then after he robbed them, he went to the corner and deposited his account. Is that smart or is that stupid? I thought he thought he thought he did something smart. Goofers. He thought he was smart. He did. This is kind of like. Because he's going to go around the corner too. It's like you're not supposed to rob the bank you bank with. Okay. Because I feel like they have their all numbers on your the- information. Okay, like, they do. They literally have every single piece of your digital identity. Yeah, and they have numbers on money, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, come on, G. Like, really? I saw a TikTok. A guy. He said, um, "If you get a loan from a bank, it takes like ten to fifteen years to pay. Mm-hmm. But if you rob a bank, you go to jail for two to three years." Like he's like that's some good financial advice, but it's like Najee, come on now. Mm-mm. I don't know. Look, every time I watch Set It Off, I think like, man, they got too greedy. They should have stopped at that one right True. before, right before that big one. They should have just stopped what Listen, they planned. Rob the bank just one time and good. Have a good plan one time and leave I'll the be country. thinking about it. It's tempting. I mean, I just don't Have know how to shoot. Have I thought about Nah. Every time I shoot a gun, I might attempt. Damn, so you going to shoot somebody? No, just to know. Shoot to, in the air? Just to know how I know I do it. Yeah. <laughs> just to be like, in case shit go left. At, at this point, it's made me think, is it that easy to rub a bank, though? Like, yes for him no. to do that? like Yes and no, because that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you go in, you intimidate people with a gun. I think robbing the bank is not the hard part. Because, mm-hmm. like, eight times out of ten... Ain't nobody there really about There's to no unload security. the chop though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's what's hard is getting away with it. That's what it is. That's the hard part. Cause yeah. it's like, yeah, you can get the money, but to not get caught with the money, to not get caught after you've left, like that's the hard yeah. part. Yeah. Well, he's the little G. Like, sorry, man. Good you job. you wouldn't do that right. Go fast. He did this at 11 a.m. G. What the hell? Not <laughs> at 11 a.m. <laughs> Not right after the view. Okay. <laughs> right before lunch, G. He said, hold uh, on. Let me lunch. catch them real quick. But on brighter news, let, I said brighter news. Brighter news, <laughs> let's talk about um, our care for the culture this week. Our care from the culture comes from um, a beautiful black couple, Samuel Jackson and his wife, Latanya Jackson. They are care for the culture this week because they actually make the largest alumni donation to Spelman College. Um, a lot of you may not know this, but uh, Morris Chestnut, it's technically a dropout of Morehouse College. He was kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. But him and his wife are um, alum, alumna of Spell, Spelman and Morehouse College. And they made an, a donation of $5 million, which yes. is the largest alumni donation ever to be given. Wow. Shout out to them. Wow. Listen, it seemed like they, they needed G. They needed because they, um, what's his name, son? Um... Miller, what's his name? Quinn Miller, Percy. Yeah, uh-huh. the younger brother. Mm-hmm. He left. You know, you know, he was enrolled in HBC, but he left because he was like, "There's no resources. Uh-huh. They don't have a good coach because he plays basketball. Uh-huh. They don't have a good coach, no resources. So I'm gonna go to or another another yeah. school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just it. like it takes away from us. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I do think, you know, and I'm always going to fight this fight. I think when I'm famous and I have the money, I'm not going to jump on the HBCU train now because I hate HBCUs. But I you also, said you hate? I said not because okay. I hate HBCUs, but because I think that um, black students at PWIs get forgotten a lot. Like, yeah. I would love to be able to, like, donate to black student unions yeah. and, you know, the African orgs or whatever orgs at that school because I think oftentimes black students that go to PWIs, you know, we go because of whatever situation we need to go. Yeah. Um, And we don't get the same support and, and, and love. And we, we don't even know about the resources that they offer. Yeah, you yeah. know, because at the end of the day, it's like it's still a white school, so there's going to be a lot of, like, certain type of redlining yeah. of certain things that are offered at that school. Yeah. Um, And it's just kind of like you know like at least for myself i ended i i applied to spelman as you all know and i got in early admissions but i had to go to uic because that's that gave me the most money at the time yeah, and it was in state and it was in state and you know you know at the end of the day how lovely it would have been to say i'm an hbcu alum but also it's equally lovely to not have that many student lo- you know what i mean like i came out of college with thirty thousand compared to 70k yeah so Damn, you know, I know that's still a lot of money. Me too. It's a lot, boy. My shit done not. I'm in grad school. It's mm-hmm. added something. I got a call. I, little student loans. Fuck Joe Biden. Biden. Come on now. I got a call. Student loans. Like, listen, y'all. I'm not ready to pay. I'm not even mad at Joe. You know. I mean, I guess that was his game, right? He, that's it's politics. Like, people be getting mad. Like, ah, I'm like, y'all. But I'm not going to. I mean, in a way, I kind of knew that would have yeah. happened. Like, yeah. No, we should have known you that. You know, a little part of you kind of like sort of as a little like light of hope. Like, it's po- maybe, maybe. I thought if anything, maybe. it may be a reduction. They might find some sort of tax credit to give people. But, well, <sighs> America ain't never letting go of their student loans. I mean, that, they said that's the country's income, right? And quite frankly, I think also in America, we've established that you going to get it when you get it, period. Like, yeah. it's not one of those loans. Like, the only time you really show pressure is when maybe you're trying to buy a house and you need to improve your credit. Yeah, just just make sure whether you're paying $10 a month, just make sure you pay something or you defer it so it doesn't right. affect your credit. That's just the main thing, but shoot. Yeah, girl. Well, guys, it's come to the end of our episode. So we're not going to be here next week. Oh, yes. Let's be honest with y'all. Is that next week? Christmas next week? Yeah. Well, damn, y'all. We're going to take a two-week break from this, So it too. is a two-week because the next week is the New Year's Year. Eve. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe, you know, we ain't promising nothing. Maybe we can get together and record maybe. something to put out. But Maybe like a nice little, a little quickie. But it's the holiday season. Yeah. So this may be the last time you hear our voices. This version of us for twenty of 2021. Maybe. Because we're going to come back fresh and new. Oh, well, let's close the people out with a little something, something. What's something that, you know, let's give them two things. Damn. What okay. was something... Um, that you know you're proud of for 2020, like a highlight of 20. I mean, what years is 2021? I know, right? I keep thinking uh, 2020, like COVID, you know. And what's something you look forward to in 2022? Highlight of 2021, honestly, is my child. Like I literally oh. gave birth to a human being in 2021. Like that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, something I look forward to. I look forward to my growth in my business. Mm-hmm. I look forward to to newfound confidence in myself. Um. You know, I look forward to just, I think 2022, I, you know, 2021, you know, being pregnant, having a child, you kind of like, you're not thinking about yourself so much. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it's baby, 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 baby. So 2022 for me is just getting back in my mold and planning my life, planning what my life would be at the age of 30. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Next year I'll be 28. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, 2022 is like, 
I want to plan what the next two years will look like. Girl, okay. You talking about why I'm bringing up age because I'm in girl, that thing. You brought it up, so now I got to bring yes. it up, you know? Um, so that's what I definitely look look forward to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, Thank you. Erica Mona didn't tell y'all she started her YouTube page. Shout out to your YouTube page. Thank you. Y'all follow me on YouTube. It's Mona's Locks. That's my YouTube name. And this basically me posting about locks. You know, locks tip, lock here, and also um um young, you know, um entrepreneurs, young professionals, especially working moms who are trying to start their business. So I just show like my home professional salon as well. Um just some encouraging, you know, just encouraging shit. Of course, you know. Um, I'll talk about how am I gonna I think I'm gonna talk about the podcast a little bit. Okay. You know, just to promote ourselves a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um like cross culture, cross culture. And you know, and not just for all our locked babes, it's for anybody with hair. That's yes. why I tell people it's for anybody with hair. Cause I'm a semi relaxed, braid up, wig it up, all type of yeah. stuff, girl. And I utilize Mona's locks to help me love Thank on you. my real hair, yes, on my real scalp Absolutely. and everything. And you know, as a business owner, it just kind of shows you not even as business owners just any way of how to like bring the salon experience yeah, to you that you could still get that real professional feel also exactly I hope as well. so even you if know? you don't have a hair company if you just want to like learn how can i better maintain myself and what tools can i use in the home mm-hmm. to do that that's what mona's locks youtube also shows you especially Amen. the first episode thank you girl so, thank you girl you know yeah, plug so in that it. for the people um, for me i think the highlights of this year I think that this year I um I did a lot of like doing things that I've wanted to do okay. that I've been talking about doing. Yeah. Like, you know, I got my apartment at the yes. beginning of this year, moved out. I got a new car this year. Mm-hmm. Um I went back to school. Um I'm you know, finally in my own class kind of doing that, you know. And I think I'm, you know, dabbling in this relationship thing a little bit Mm -hmm. so that's all been cool too so like i think this has been the year 2021 of me like you know doing all the things i said i wanted to do yeah 2022 i think is gonna be a year of like i look forward to choosing myself more you know i think something that i like started in therapy and i'm still going through is Mm. this idea of taking autonomy of my life as an adult yeah and like not feeling like I gotta please so many people's yeah. versions of me, yeah. Um, and like trying to get people to be like easing other people into my transition, yeah. And just kind of being like, well, this is my life. This is what I choose. This is the person I choose. This is the this is the path I choose. This yeah. is this what is I you. want. So I look forward to like like fully owning that in twenty twenty two and really being like. I'm a grown-ass woman. Because it takes another level of boldness and courage for you to do that. Yeah. You know, without having the fear or, you know, letting anyone's thoughts or what, you know, what they say affects you or holds you back. So kudos to that, G. Thank you. Because it's definitely not easy. Especially, you know, talk about being a Nigerian woman, Mm -hmm. a black woman. You know, people put their expectations on you. Yes. You know what I mean? And finding it without, like, a... A major life transition of like I'm not married, I don't have a child, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, yeah, I'm not in some huge series. You know what I mean? I think that those are the things that are respected in our community and yeah. like signify growth and maturity. Yeah. So for me to kind of like just try to walk in the like, I am enough. Like my my life as it is is enough yeah. to be acknowledged and respected is what I'm trying to like go for. What did you learn in 2021? Um. 
I learned my worth. Okay. I would say that I, I really felt super worthless coming into 2021. Really? Yeah, I just felt like, you know, at the time, too, it was like I was living at home. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I was still in a phase of my weight loss journey. I was mm-hmm. coming off a very horrible relationship. Mm-hmm. I just really felt like... What am I doing with my adult life? Like, mm-hmm. what what am I? Who am I? Like, what am I accomplishing? Everything I've set out to do, I've somewhat failed. Like, yeah. I, I felt like a real big failure. Mm-hmm. So I think that it took me a long time throughout the year to really understand that uh, there's value in me. There's okay. value in my decisions. And, like, you know, like, whatever decision I make, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be casted by the wayside. Yeah. That, like, if somebody really loves me or people are for me, then, like, it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, to just move how I want to move. I like that. For me, what I learned for 2021, I think I learned that I'm strong. Mm. You know what I mean? Not that I didn't think I was strong, but, you know, again, having a baby was unexpected. You know, just you just go through life hits you with certain things and you're just like, whoa, can I survive this? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, wait, what the hell? This is, you know, like this wasn't part of the plan. Right. I learned that it's okay if things do not go according to the plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it's okay. It doesn't mean you could just right jump right back on and, you know, create another plan that works better for exactly. you. You know what I mean? Like it's not end of the world if it doesn't work according to plan. Because um, as human beings, we have certain plans. We have certain goals. We want to reach this goal by the age of 25, by the age of 30, 35, 40. I want to have this amount in my pocket. But if you don't, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're worthless. You know, it doesn't mean that you don't have value. It doesn't mean you didn't work hard enough. It's just that it just didn't happen at that moment. Right. God's plan is the best plan. You know, when God, has says yes it is yes you know delay does not mean denial right okay you know so it's just learning that you're strong mentally emotionally um spiritually um fight through it and just just keep pushing g like life will throw lemons at you legit make lemonade and lemon cake and whatever it is that you can make out of it where it works in your favor like you could switch things up and add some vodka if you need oh okay add some vodka if you need to and sip on that as we sip on his wine Life is life, man. Listen, life is life. Ain't nothing perfect about life. It's there. You know, all this social media stuff is just makeup. It is. It's makeup. Every, you know, not to say some people are not successful and not doing their thing, but everybody's faking it. Faking People don't know Everybody's your life. Everybody's like, faking it, You really please. realize that nobody knows nothing, anything about anyone's life. Okay. Like, literally, nobody knows. You, you don't. You just you just really don't, you know. And people are, what, another thing is that people are always going to talk. Mm-hmm. Whether you're doing it according to plan, whether you're doing it the right way, the traditional, whatever way, people are always going to have something to say, whether it's positive or negative. And a lot of times it is negative, you know? So just live your life the best way you want. Like, live your best live life. life. Should do it like it's your B day every day. Do it like it's your B day, baby. You know? Um, but yeah, girl, I mean, we said a lot. Do you want to end it with the, uh, with the word of year well my last word of the um the year is generosity okay um you know i i think i'm learning how big of a care bear i am i just give 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 Mm -hmm. and i used to feel guilty about it because i used to feel like if i'm not immediately receiving or there's not an immediate sense of reciprocity then i'm being used Mm. um but generosity doesn't work like that yes generosity is being open and giving what you can if you can Mm -hmm. regardless of if you can get it back Mm. and this is the season for that anyway yeah but you know this is to all the nice guys out there who always feel like they finish last 
you know, generosity, you never finish last when you're generous. Yeah. Because you're just putting out good energy, good karma, and ultimately you're helping make the world a better place because you doing good and giving to somebody is going to give them enough energy to do the right thing and be good to somebody Mm. else. Mm. So I urge everyone in this time, in this season, to just be generous. Be generous in any way you can. No matter how little it is. Yeah, in any way. Don't have to be materialistic. It can be calling somebody and taking out of your time to call somebody to check on them. Yeah. That's generosity. Yeah, absolutely. Tis the season to give. Well, thank you all for listening, for riding with us, you know, during for another year, 2021, with COVID and everything that it came with it. You know, all loyal listeners who's been down with us for the past, what, two years? Woo! Right, right. Let me find out we two years in the year. Exactly. We're going to be three soon. So, really, I appreciate y'all. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Like, comment, share, follow Instagram pages. What are Instagram pages, um, Dami? Mine is at DM underscore I'm fine. At D-A-M underscore I'm I am fine. And I have two Instagram pages, so you can follow me on Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A, or at Mona's Locks, M-O-N-A-S-L-O-C-S. And what's our Instagram page for our, our Cross Cultured? At Cross X Cultured podcast that is our instagram name and i'm really excited for what we have planned for you all in 2021 it's gonna be hot juicy entertaining i mean 2022 i know right it's gonna get it's like two 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 we're gonna get some you um gonna get used to that um but yeah you know we're coming hot better spicier juicier you know with all the culture all the tea all the wittiness and talks and attitude and intelligence and everything, everything, night job, everything, G. And as we continue to grow, we hope that y'all grow with us. Yeah. It's been another episode. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy, New Year. Happy New Year. Be safe this season. Okay. Because this has been Cross Culture.